Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guide, the podcast. This is the last episode of the year and it is going over the best movies and TV shows of 2019. Listen to Tony and Yanny go over their favorites. Enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guide with a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guide, the podcast. Greetings and salutations, my lovely listeners. Hello, Miss Money Any. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! The best time of the year. It really is. It's the jolliest, happiest time of the year. I love Christmas. And the most fattening. Oh my God, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> it's like, everyone, now I'm just like, I dread to even get near the scale. It's I like, know. but you know, New Year's resolutions are coming right? around the corner. We'll exactly. see how long I last. There we go. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we're happy to be back. Um, what we're going to discuss, um, we realize this is pretty much going to be the last episode for 2019. Yes. Um, because we do these bi-monthly. So we're going to do a recap on um, the best movies and the best uh, TV series of 2019. And something that is interesting about this when I was kind of putting my list together is, you know, you and I have discussed this. I mean, I'm Tony the movie guy, but I've been pretty grumpy when it comes to going out to the movies this year. Uh, I think I've maybe been to the cinema 12 times. I know, I've been trying to drag you out and been right. unsuccessful. You know, like maybe that's more than your average moviegoer, but I don't watch a lot in the, in the cinema these days, and I'm not even that excited to see movies in the cinema. Which and- is very sad to me, because I have to say something about that. Like, to me, going to the cinema is still very much an experience sure you know when you have a group laughing with you at the same jokes a big group there's something fun about that and i'll discuss it when i talk about yeah. my, fir- my first movie right so it makes me sad that yeah. you're not excited anymore you know well as you know i mean i used to love it i, I, I mean know. also like when i was single i used to go all the time sure. now i'm married danny's not a huge like go to the cinema movie guy there's those rare or specific films that you watch it with an audience. And as you said, it's an experience. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely been some of those this year. And I will say, I think the films this year were better than last year. Agreed. But we're still in that kind of remake, reboot kind of um, yeah. phase of Hollywood. But when I was making my list, because yes, it's Tony the Movie Guy, but I've got to recap TV and movies. Sure. I realized kind of why it's just because of how spoiled we are in our home theater. That's a fantastic point. That's what it is that I realized because when I look at my, when I compare my list of like shows, they trounce the movies for the most part. Mm. There's so much damn content. Yeah. And and it's so cinematic. And yes, I've got a big TV and, you know, just being able to watch these things in the comfort of my home cuddled up. I guess that's kind of why now I'm not running to go out to the theater unless it's like a special event type movie. Right. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy it, but it's kind of like, I don't know, I guess I've gotten a bit lazy. And I think the kind of culture has gotten a bit lazy because of digital home theater and just all the content and the quality of the content, which which is very cinematic. You've hit the nail on the head. You really have. Uh, we are we are spoiled with content. So much. brilliant content with Netflix and Hulu and Netflix movies and HBO, Hulu originals, Showtime, and, Disney and Plus, they're, and they're getting better and better right. and better. And they're coming out with films like that are that are excellent right you know i mean the irishman is a netflix film right and you'll see several of the big oscar movies are on netflix or you know digital so that's kind of you're not wrong yeah that's kind of the only reason why i'm not clamoring to go to the movies something like star wars avengers of course i'm i'm first in line you have to visually see that in imax or something and experience it And, and cheer with all your fanboys and fangirls. Right. But and... it is few and far between. And also this year, I've just been super duper busy. Right. Um, I still like going to the theater. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll have like floating, 
you know, gravity free <laughs> cinemas, and then that will be, be cool. the next big experience, you know, and they'll be like, ooh, all right, that's cool. Um, but anyway, I just, I just thought that was, I, I got very kind of formal there, but I, I thought that was no, interesting when I was putting it together because I know, you know, yeah, with discussed it a lot and you've been kind of like oh that's so sad that you don't like going out to the cinema i mean it's not really i don't like it but that's kind of why right i'm spoiled um and maybe a tad lazy i just um, i guess i still love it so much and with my to plug here amc a list i go fancy. to dolby and imax for almost every movie because by just- the way what was that thing that everyone had like two years ago that everyone was telling me to get that just crashed it was and like burned? it was just the amc stubs no uh, amc did fine but it was another one that just oh i don't know movie phone or something yeah, something crashed and burned i'm so glad i never like was followed the status quo but this one is great because i i, I get to sit back in a beautiful lounge chair in the most you know epic proportionate and watch some film that i wouldn't usually watch in imax right. and watch it in imax on a tuesday and for twenty dollars a month i can watch three of those a week if i want yeah so you milk it and so you I use it that's a good it. reason to yeah anyway um we'll discuss uh the best tv shows and the best movies of 2019 we'll just kind of go back and forth uh it's an interesting list um i will have to say as a disclaimer i have two big omits number one is obviously star wars the rise of skywalker sure. because it comes out in Christmas, which is in a week or so, so I haven't seen it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be on the top of my list. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, for some reason, I just haven't seen Joker, which has made a billion dollars. Me neither. I am interested. I just, everything I've heard about it and everything I saw in the trailer is it's so moody dark, and yeah. such a downer yeah. that, again, it's, I'm just, I can wait. I can yeah. wait. I didn't, I, for some reason, I just didn't find myself running to go see it. Um, so I realized that that's a big omit because I'm actually pretty sure I will really, really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but that said, I'll, I'll, shall I kick off or do you want to kick off? No, you kick off. Okay, well, we'll do movies. I'm pretty sure this is going to be at the top of the list for both of us. Obviously, one of the biggest cinematic events for me this year was Avengers Endgame, you know, which... Um, Talk about popcorn entertainment. That's a must-see in the theater. I've already watched it five times. Disney Plus, thank you. Um, and I'm at three, three it's, times. It's so, it was so fantastic. Was I, I don't think it could have been done any better. Um, it was funny. It was emotional. It was action-packed. Um, it's now the highest-grossing gro- film of all time. It didn't disappoint. I genuinely think Robert Downey Jr., if they really made a push for it, could have gotten like a nomination because I thought he, he was, was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, spoilers, you know, that was his send off. Um, you know, Iron Man sacrifices himself. Uh, but everything about that, it, it was such a great film. Maybe it dragged a bit because it's like over three hours long. But um, I never felt like it did, though. Yeah, I, I really it, didn't. It's such a f- fantastic piece of popcorn entertainment. So yeah. Avengers Endgame is absolutely top of my list. I love that movie. And for rewatchability, it, it's just so enjoyable. So that's my number three. Okay. Yeah. So um, I basically put all my Marvel films right under my first two Okay. in terms of ones that I, I actually went a little more on how unique these two were and how I felt when I walked out in terms of finally something different and new that I feel freaking awesome about. Mm. And my first and top one is what I just watched. Oh, Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it. Tony, you missed the fuck out. Well, I didn't because I'll see it in a couple months on demand. (laughs) Sitting here in your living room, half paying attention. And it was so brilliantly written. Yeah, the trailer didn't catch me from the start. I know. The cast is phenomenal. And I love Rianne Johnson, the director. But mm. we went on a Thursday and the whole theater was packed. Yeah, Yeah, it's done well. And I mean, the laughter like did not stop. Hmm. But. But we're talking like dry British humor. Right. And people got it. But it's an American movie. I know. But somehow they got some really good like English writing in there because the director watched a whole bunch of murder she wrote. Right. Pyro. Agatha Christie was a huge influence. Correct. So all these um, whodunit shows were his influence. Right. Of course. And he does it so freaking beautifully. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Spike like well. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. 98, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Chris Evans, Christopher Plummer, Tony Collette, Anna Daniel Diamas, Craig as a Southerner. Daniel Craig, yeah. I mean, the, the cast is incredible. Jamie Lee Curtis yep. is just phenomenal. Michael Shannon. And they all shine. Right. And here's the thing. Uh, you know that I, I have a big problem with the fact that I usually, like you, A, usually figure out the plot, mm. or like I know who done it. Oh, it's, you didn't figure it out? No. They they lead you one way and then they have a great, great twist right. to the whole thing. Hmm. Um, but but just how funny it is and how cleverly written and different it is. Plus, it puts this light on this, you know, uh, middle the upper class family that really is very fucked up. Right. Like most <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but to a, to a point that it, you know they have some amazing political jokes in there, some amazing um, ethnic jokes, but like in a really tasteful way. Yeah, I heard it's very like meta or of yeah, this time. Apparently. It really is. But um, I sat there with a friend of mine, and we would we just walked out and went, "That was just bloody brilliant." That's good, and I loved it so much. So uniqueness, I will probably watch it immediately when it's on DVD. I might mm. even watch it again in the theater. I will buy it, and I and I just can't wait for you to see it. And I wish you would watch it in the theater just for the experience. Yeah, Rianne Johnson is an excellent writer mm. and director. I mean, I love Looper. I love Brick. I mean, he's done some, even The Brothers Bloom, which is a kind of very uh, little-known film of his. Um, so, And the cast is stacked. Yeah, I, and all I don't the know. critics agree with me. Oh, like, the critics they love it. Love no, no, it. audiences love it. I guess it was just those trailers didn't get me at all. No. And again, they because do it there's, no justice. there's so much content out yeah. there. I've got to at oh, least be so kind of good. pulled in, especially to go out to the theater. But I, I'm happy it's at the I, top of I your loved list. it so much, and it is my top movie. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, my next one I've discussed quite a bit on the, the uh, podcast. I gave it a really good plug, which is Book Smart. Um, I okay. loved Book Smart. Um, it is on my list, but lower down. Yeah. I, I just I loved it you know yeah it's kind of like a spin-off of super bad but with females but it's so much more than that Olivia Wilde uh, wrote it directed it she did such a fantastic job I love the the um the soundtrack the music um but then the, the two leads you know Jonah Hill's good. sister and uh, the other lady Caitlin Diva they're new actresses but their chemistry is great it's funny it's heartfelt um I I just thoroughly enjoyed it and I've already seen it three times so that's how much I I, I like it you know that rewatchability factor is yeah. very high um and it was something quite fresh and very entertaining so that's book smart for me next it was fresh it was fresh um i loved it too i don't think i loved it quite as much as you did just because right. i felt like um a good a good amount of the content for me i felt like i'd seen before in different which things. you have the teen high school movie yeah, yeah. and you know the the unpopular girl liking or like the geeky girl liking the, right. the guy who turns out to be a douche and da, 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 all these things were a bit derivative for me but it definitely had high school tropes yeah, yeah. but their relationship was spectacular yeah. it was very funny i really liked it yeah i loved it okay so my number two is once upon a time in hollywood oh okay good so that's I lower down for me but let's talk about loved it, it. Yeah. so um i mean it's number five i mean yeah. what can you say it's it's just so, I mean, I guess the last 30 minutes make Bat the film. Bat shit crazy. Bat shit crazy. I mean, I loved the whole movie, actually. No, so did I. Yeah. But also because I know um, from the podcast I heard with him why he did what he did with the, that ending. That was mm. the desired ending to that story he right. wanted. Rewriting history on Correct. the Manson murders. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought it was just so brilliant. But I mean, the star in the movie is the dog in a way <laughs> that, that pit bull yeah that saves the day yeah. that saves the day and brad pitt was really different in that movie leo shines that little girl he works with yeah. the whole uh, representation of obviously that time period in hollywood yeah i mean um Margot Robbie was fine as Sharon Tate. Sure. She, she didn't shine for me. She was competent, but she oh, she doesn't have much dialogue, she which doesn't. is kind of intentional. Yeah. And she was nice, but I mean, th there were a couple of random things in, in that yeah. film. Damian like the Lewis long driving playing, scenes. Yeah, well, and Damian Lewis playing Steve McQueen with like two lines. And then, yeah, right. those long takes of just driving around Hollywood. The first few times it worked so well for really me. Did, and then yeah. they did it again. 
And again, yeah. and again, it's a bit long. I could have cut it 30 minutes. Um, but the, the script, the music, the cinematography is always top notch. I mean, it that's is. Tarantino. Yeah. And yeah, the performances. I thought Brad Pitt was actually great in that movie. I did too. What's weird for me is I felt he still kind of played a, a more laid back version of Brad Pitt. <laughs> I didn't think it was a wildly different role, but he was good in it. He was, he was. so effortlessly kind of cool and charming but there was like an underlay to him i thought um leonardo dicaprio just knocked it out of the park i thought i mean as he always does but he he was phenomenal in this he had layers in that character like really great well he just really got to act his pants off as well he was really good now my husband and i just uh i mean we've never walked out of one together being like that was just freaking brilliant and yeah. he, you know we, we want to watch it again and as you said it, it was an original piece of cinema yeah. so of course i went out to see that in the theater a tarantino movie is an event it just is. like a christopher nolan movie is an event but a christopher nolan movie is also made for a cinematic experience which is kind of funny because i guess tarantino is even though he doesn't do the big blockbusters yeah. um but yeah once upon a time in hollywood I, I, i'm sure it's going to make most critics you know best of lists for oh, the yeah. year and it's definitely one of ours oh yeah that was yours that was mine okay good next for me is jojo rabbit i know you probably didn't see jojo no. rabbit um I, I i loved it again because it's just so fresh it's so unique and original uh taika wikiki you know playing adolf hitler you know in a completely spoof um role you know and and the kid in that film is fantastic you know adolf hitler is his make-believe best friend and it's an anti-war satire anti-hate satire um scarlett johansson is really good in that movie i wanted to see it for her yeah she's really good in that movie sam rockwell's really good in that movie um it, it again what's unsettling about jojo rabbit is it's actually you know it's i mean it's about the nazis it's about world war ii so it's really funny and slapstick but it really takes a turn i mean it gets dark you know not gory dark but dark as you would expect with when you're thinking of the holocaust and the the nazis it doesn't shy away from it at all um i loved it and it's a movie I've, i've been kind of itching to want to go back and see it didn't do very well. It was independent. Really? Didn't I make thought much it did. Funny. I mean, got the good reviews. It, but... Yeah. Well, actually, even the critics were very um, divisive. Huh. It was divisive. The ones I listened to really liked it. Yeah. It's yeah. a very divisive movie. Uh, controversial, obviously. But I loved it and I want to see it again. So Jojo Rabbit is definitely a big, you know, a big player for me for this year. Cool. Yeah, it's a tricky one for me. Just as I've said, as we've discussed Schindler's List, I have a hard time watching. Right holocaust film well, most people do um <laughs> you're, especially you're now i mean being pregnant i'm all into the light and fluffy yeah we haven't discussed this <laughs> miss bunny and he is how many months pregnant seven six seven months yeah she's got yeah. a big belly my lovely co-host you know i'm a british gentleman so i let her take the lead in it but in the last episode <laughs> you let it slip I and did. i just kind of like rolled right on by so congratulations oh, thank you my dear yeah and but it, it, just to say like that's why I actually didn't go see it. I was right. scheduled to see it with you, but then I, I wasn't well that morning. And I was like, you know, I think I'm going to leave it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll watch it later on. Yeah, it, 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 it's rough. It shocked me, uh, the direction it went towards the end. It does. It has some shocking turns. Um, but I loved it. Oh, okay, right. next is yours. So my next one was Avengers Endgame. So I'll skip to my next Marvel film, which was Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. I it's really actually... enjoyed it. It's I, not actually on my list because I chose another one over it. But oh. I actually, no, I, if if my list was like top 15, it would make it. I I basically listed, I think, 10 movies. Here. Okay, I did a bit more because okay. I didn't do many TV shows yeah. or any at all, actually. Well, that's perfect. Then. Um, but, and I, and that one went up there for enjoyability, rewatchability and laughs. I've seen it twice. I loved it. And I enjoyed it more the second time. Yeah, I really had a good yeah. time. Brie Larson, I, she got a lot of flack for she the role, fine. even though it made over a billion dollars. She's solid and competent in it. Yeah. I think she's just trying to play like the stoic hero. Yeah. So she's not being flamboyant or outrageous at all. And it's just fine. I had no issues yeah, with her. Her chemistry with Sam Jackson is wonderful. Yeah. Um, ben Mendelsohn is great. It's got a great twist. It, it is entertaining. The second time the I saw it. That's amazing. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> it more. And the whole 90s scene with yeah. the, you know, the, the music and the backdrop was obviously very nostalgic. Us being, you know, Gen X kids. So, yeah. no, I enjoyed Captain Marvel. I loved it. And it, it'll, it'll go way up there just because i really thought they did a great job i i thoroughly enjoyed it and it's one of those rewatchability ones perfect yeah okay good yeah marvel had such a banner year they had a banner yeah yeah. you know disney i think just crossed 10 billion dollars 
this year <laughs> from their movies. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And they have how many subscribers already for Disney Plus? Oh, like, it's insane. It's what, what, ridiculous. Come on. I mean, I was like just itching to we get were, on. We were all pre-signed I'm already up. like a third of a way through Disney Plus. It's <laughs> sickening. Um, okay, good. Next for me is uh, John Wick 3 Parabellum. That was my next one too. Good. So that's like a sequel that... Uh, I was chomping at the bit to see, and man, did it deliver. Oh, so um, deliver. It's better than the second one to me. Um, not as good as the first, only because the first is so damn original. Yeah. It's all for a fucking dog. I know. <laughs> and it, somehow that just propels I it and makes it work so one, much better. Three, two. Yeah. But action-wise, it trumps them all. Yeah. It just has some of the most insanely over-the-top choreographed scenes. Almost to a fault. Oh, like, so, yeah, the but I mean, I know I love almost them. to a fault. Yeah, but like a library choreograph fight scene, yeah. you know, antique swords uh, fight the scene. The horse. The horses on motorbikes yeah. on a bridge with samurai swords. Dog scenes. The dogs. I mean, yeah. it's, ju- it's just, it was art. It, it became was. art. And it's also one of the most funniest. It is it really funny. funny. Like Mark Dukakis, the, uh, you know, his name's Zero. He's the bald oh, assassin yeah. going after yeah. him. You know, when they're beating the crap out of each other, like, that was a pretty good fight, you know. Um, and, I, I mean, and it's Keanu just back at the top of his game, doing so well, so effortlessly cool. Um, I, anyway, I love Parabellum. And Halle Berry was great in it, too. I enjoyed her. And Morpheus. I, yeah, exactly. Lawrence Fishburne's back. So I'm really looking forward to the next one, which I assume will be the final one. We'll see. Maybe. This one was the most <laughs> successful. Like, it keeps, like, doubling and tripling its total gross so each new film that comes out. And I have, um, I listened to, oh, again, podcasts with Keanu about all those films. Right. And when you hear what he puts into training for them. Oh, it's incredible. The, like, you're talking, you know, five months, six hours a day training. And he takes it so seriously as an actor just like tom cruise does when yeah. he takes on a role to deliver the best he possibly can it makes me love the films even more sure because yeah. i appreciate what he's doing and everything is visually so good and like you said it's like art it's like a dance it's brilliant Literally, yeah and this is the year of the keanu so that's why yeah, we dedicated a whole episode spotlight on keanu reeves it really is. check it out folks a selfish plug but um yeah i mean i love john wick three it was it was yeah, fantastic for sure okay good next me. is yours so my next one is shazam oh good that's on my list so i put that on my list in place of captain marvel Fair. although as i said actually this is because it's kind of my top 10 um because you know what's weird about shazam it's not even the best movie it didn't actually it wasn't even a big hit like it wasn't it even, wasn't no critics loved it um, it didn't even make a lot of money. But here's the thing about that movie. I think that's interesting. It's just so fun. So It's so fun. fun. And Zachary Levi is just perfect yeah. and in the, kid, the role. Uh, and the kid is fantastic. So good. Yeah. It's just not the main kid, but yeah. the, his best friend. I actually sidekick. like them both a lot. Yeah. But. Um, so I th- I've seen it three times. I thoroughly enjoy it. I love the ending. You know, Mark Strong is kind of... A bit over the top as as the villain. I know a lot of kids were too scared to see this movie. I Families that. took them out uh, their kids to see it, and because of those monsters, mm-hmm. it f- uh, frightened them. But um, anyway, you know they you know they just greenlit a sequel well, yesterday. Of course, yeah. Well, again, we weren't sure because it really? made well, it made like three hundred eighty million. But they set it That's up not so big, beautifully yeah, no, for a sequel. And I think the next one will be a huge monster hit. Yeah. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, it so was good. it was just such a fun film and finally yeah. one for dc like yeah. they really have honestly had a lot of flops yeah that i personally didn't enjoy well, that and wonder woman were kind of their big Correct. you know and, and aquaman financially <laughs> was and huge. aquaman was okay it wasn't it yeah, wasn't as it terrible times. <laughs> but it wasn't amazing no no again it was kind of like shazam but shazam was smarter yeah it was smarter it was more heartfelt yes you know it had a really really heartfelt story yeah. with the whole adoption thing exactly. and everything else and that was a whole other cute side story yeah. with the parents and right. so forth it was just really cute yeah the little girl yeah, and, you it's know. Got, and it just it had some great little twists and turns in it as well yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed shazam and zachary levi just he shined for me it was brilliant i'm a big fan of chuck so i i've always liked him as an actor so it was great to great to see him you know in a starring vehicle and it really takes that whole idea of we're all just big kids really and 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 makes that into a super superhero 100 yeah no shazam was great good oh that was yours Mm -hmm. okay good so next for me is marriage story 
So um, that just got released on Netflix. It's a huge Oscar film with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Um, here's what's odd about this film. It's not an amazing movie. And when I say that, like, I didn't love it. How could because... it be so high on your list then? Well, it's number five, but I'm going to... Oh, right, out of ten. But I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but um, no, 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 it's brilliant. But it's not, you know, I don't know. It's it's a tough subject matter. I mean, it's all about, you know, a marriage falling to pieces and it's all about them going through divorce and how ugly it gets when yeah. they're, they're using their child against each other to destroy each other. You know, um, it's it's just so well acted. Right. It's so well acted. And there's this like five, six minute um, fight scene between Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. And I don't mean like a John Wick fight scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. like a verbal, abusive, vitriolic argument that is so raw, it's so incendiary, it's so emotional that I was like, holy shit, now I get it. Right. They, they, they may win Oscars off of that sequence alone. You know, um, which, and I don't know, just after, because I was watching it and I was like an hour, more than an hour in, and I was like, this is good, but it's not like amazing. And then that sequence happened. And I was like, okay, I get it. The, the acting from both of them, they're phenomenal. It's, okay. it's like a showcase for Adam Driver, who I love. I think he's just brilliant. And for Scarlett Johansson, in a way you've never seen her before. I mean, she's just been in like, you know, skin tight, black it's leather, true. you know, true. spandex, you know, being Black Widow for several years. But she's actually a good actress. She started off in a lot of dramatic movies and roles, I, actually, I when she yeah. originally got big. Um, they're brilliant in it. Um, but it's a downer of a movie. Of course. You know, it's a downer. It doesn't have a happy ending at all. It's a downer of a movie. So... But it really affected me, but not necessarily in a good way. I was like kind of, you know, I, I felt sunken yeah. for like a day or two after it. But I couldn't stop thinking about that scene. Got and it. I was like, OK, well, now I get all the Oscar buzz. So okay. that's Marriage Story. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's like it's a film that spotlights brilliant acting and, and, and the script and the dialogue is, is fantastic. I get it. Okay. okay, what you got? Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't seen it. I know. And it's another one where I told you they filmed that in front of mm. me at my old building for like days. Yep. We got to see like Matt Damon walking up and down. I knew and, the street you when know, I and saw everything. it. But ah, the trailer didn't excite me at all. But I hear it's, I mean, people love it. Oh, it was it. awesome. Yeah, people love um, it. A, it's a lot of fun. Most of the film is very tongue in cheek. Mm. Very, very um, just... Um, action-packed, um, beautiful driving scenes, which I can really appreciate, Your obviously. husband, big car guy. Yeah, big Mechanic. car guy, but also uh, the w they film it differently. Like most race movies I've seen, they take usually one angle from the driver. They do this from so many angles. Right. And so differently Does that it get you're... dizzying or...? No, it gets exciting. Your adrenaline is as if you're in that car. Like Rush or better than Be Rush? Way better than really? Rush. Really? Because I than love yeah. the driving sequences in Yeah, Rush. to me, the driving sequences top Rush 100%. Oh, wow. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, a lot more of them too. It does obviously um, have a whole storyline about the politics of the whole thing with Ford, which is actually quite fascinating. Mm. Um, and I didn't know before I went in that it would be quite as much of that, but I really enjoyed the balance, right? you know, and um, Christian Bale stands out. He's spectacular. Yeah. yeah. He's such a great actor. Spectacular. One of the best of this um, generation. And Matt Damon, he does a great, great job at uh, portraying um, uh, Shelby. And I, I don't know who that is, but yeah. So, so Shelby is the, the one who for Ford made their supercar. Oh, okay. The Shelby, and my husband could lay out all the numbers give for all you. the details yeah but it's basically they wanted to make their version of a formula one race car okay and yeah i mean i know the basic yeah. outline yeah. and it is based on on truth so there are some twists and turns to it but it's it's it was so well done my husband and i loved it the whole theater loved it, it was a brilliant movie good all right well yeah. that's ford fiesta ferrari Okay, well, the next one of me is another Netflix movie. So again, you can see I could uh, uh, several of these are kind of Netflix, uh, which is The Irishman, of course. Still haven't seen it. Martin Scorsese. Well, look, it's three and a half hours long. I haven't seen it. Two hundred and twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, here's what's interesting about The Irishman. 
the time, the length was the didn't bother me at all. Least of my worries. Um, it kind of just goes by. Um, look, it's Scorsese, it's Al Pacino, it's Robert De Niro, it's Joe Pesci, it's Harvey Keitel. All of these top players, you know, the 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 god of you know mafia movies. We're probably never going to see them all together like this. So of course it's an event. Isn't it an amazing movie that everyone is heralding? I don't think so. Mm. I think it's a solid slice of cinema. The story is fascinating. Um, it's a good mob movie, but it's also it is a lot more than that because the film spans like forty years. Right maybe even 50 years um and then it kind of becomes ruminations on like friendship and family and getting old and stuff like that um but i mean everyone's in the top of their game i mean de niro is great pacino is great uh joe pesci it was just great to see him back because he came out of retirement to do this movie and it's got an amazing supporting cast that doesn't really do much. Okay. You know, some great cinematography, good music. I don't know. It's just, it's Scorsese doing Scorsese very solidly and very efficiently, but not spectacularly or groundbreaking in any way for me. Right. That will offend some people because most people are heralding it as, oh my God, the greatest thing ever. Okay. Like, I don't think it has anything on Goodfellas. I don't think it has anything on Casino, which I think is criminally underrated, you know. But but it's certainly solid and efficient, and I enjoyed it. And I was captivated the whole time. I didn't watch it in one straight sitting. I spaced it out over, like, three days. So, like, an hour here, an hour here, and then, like, an hour and 20 minutes there. And I was done, and that worked perfectly for okay. me. I'll probably but do that. It's on Netflix. And, I mean, it's Scorsese. It's, uh, you know, it's a bunch of the, the greatest living actors ever together. So, it's definitely an event, and I do recommend watching it. I will. And if you like history, which I, I realize more and more I'm really into, like, history. You know, and it, I don't know how much of it is truthful, but it does, you know, it's about Jimmy Hoffa and it does go through like, you know, JFK error and things like that and the, the, the unions and stuff like that. So it, it's a good watch for sure. Okay, cool. All right. I'm going to throw in, I mean, I might, can I do two? Yeah, of course you can. I'm going to throw in two animated films. Okay. Toy Story 4. Okay. Which I really loved. It's I so know you forgettable. didn't. No, I didn't not like it i i told you i didn't like what they did with woody oh. i felt his decision to leave everyone goes against the very nature of his character right and i thought buzz got totally sidelined so somehow those that, didn't bother me yeah so with that i certainly enjoyed it i mean it was beautiful to look at and it was fun and entertaining but it just kind of went by mm. but the truth is I've never been the hugest fan of any of the Toy Story movies apart from Toy Story 3, right, and which I love just them kind all. of stands on a pedestal to itself for me. Got and it. most people love them all. I mean, again, what's funny, Toy Story uh, 4 made over a billion dollars and just kind of came and went. <laughs> it did. And it made I mean, over a like billion fr- dollars. Like Frozen, like it was yeah. bound to happen within the weekend. You but know, people like... are talking about uh, Frozen. Apparently, did you see it yet? Yeah. Frozen 2, apparently it's darker and, it is. you know, and but people are talking about it. Like it's very it's twisted definitely and better convoluted. than the first. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't a big fan of that That's either. what I'm saying. I wasn't <laughs> a fan of the first. I liked the second. Hmm. But yeah, so Toy Story 4, I really enjoyed and How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World. Oh, I mean, that should have are... been on my list. Those those three, we love those films. Yeah, they Hidden are World absolutely should have been yeah. on my list. I love the How to Train Your Dragon so films. It, what's interesting about Hidden World is it's fun. Yeah. And then the last like 15, 20 minutes elevates it. Yeah. Because it has such a beautiful send off. It's very poignant, very heartwarming, and it kind of made me really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hidden World, I, that was an oversight on my part. So no worries. Yeah, I wanted to throw those two in there as my animated loves for this year. I thoroughly enjoyed them both. I will be rewatching them. Okay, good. All right, next for me is another Netflix original movie, which is Dolomite Is My Name. That was brilliant. Yeah. So I didn't love the movie. You know, it's about the black exploitation era and this like crazy kind of office rocker character called Dolomite who, who makes this movie Dolomite is my name actually I don't think that's his actual name that's the name of his character that mm-hmm. he creates but it was just so much fun seeing Eddie Murphy back in great form like he's he's just he's very good in it he does the comedy he does the drama he's he's just so I've always I love Eddie Murphy 
I absolutely love him and I miss him. <laughs> you know I what do I mean? Too, yeah. So it was just great seeing him. You know, the films were, it's a bit too raunchy for my liking, mm. which is funny because I know I'm, it's, I'm not like a prude, but it's a bit yeah, but over when it comes the top to comedy, raunchy. A comedy. So I worked in the comedy field for about four months. Yeah. In the black comedy field, actually, right. I worked for a black producer who produced Kevin Hart. Right. And I got to know a little bit about this field. Yeah. And I, I don't know, for me, that touched on something where I was like, I see where all this came from. Sure. And yeah. it, it really helped me understand, you know, how that came up in the world. And, you know, um, to me, it was a film about persistence. Well, that's the thing. And he I was inspiring. It. He was so inspiring. His nonstop positivity even in spite of everything everything was going to shit yeah his attitude and then you know when he finally makes it all happen and he doesn't go sit in the theater and watch yeah. the movie he hangs outside with his fans yeah. and just entertains them and he made like six more movies yeah. after that yeah you know no i i mean the story was kind of fascinating and eddie was just great he was and, at the top um, of his game some of the other cast were brilliant too um yeah, i don't remember them all i mean although wesley snipes wesley is in that snipes movie was hilarious. and he was actually quite good in there um and then we had you had like a random one from um snoop dog was in there oh yeah and yeah. just several several and one actors. of the key and peel guys yeah. not the director yeah. the other one <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't know much about it, and I thought it was a brilliant film. Yeah, it was a solid movie yeah. for sure. Good. He he got nominated in the Golden Globe oh, Awards, so I was happy to see that. I, I want to see Eddie back, and he's already wrapped up filming Coming to America too. Awesome. Now he's doing a Beverly Hills Cup four apparently, and I'm all for that. But let's also see some original content. Totally, <laughs> yeah. I, that is actually a, a miss off my list because I really enjoyed that. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, my next one, uh, which a shame you didn't like as much as I, but I loved Rocket Man. Oh, okay. Well, we've discussed this. Rocket Man was, Taron Egerton was phenomenal. Yes. Like, he deserves an Oscar nomination. He was phenomenal. Um, we discussed A, Elton John's life was such a downer. I didn't know how... How rough how, it was. How rough yeah. it was and how horrible his parents were. Yeah. So the film was such a downer for me. And while choreography wise some of those dance numbers were nice and of course uh taron i always call him eggsy, eggsy <laughs> from kingsman yeah. taron egerton can sing and he does a good job they, those numbers were never they never surpassed elton himself you know right um so i liked it i think it was just i didn't love it that's all yeah i guess um i had heard a, several uh podcasts before i went to see the film that prepped me for how kind of darker it was yeah. and yeah it, it it really is raw it's yeah. raw and it shows where he comes from and the struggle with drugs is a lot deeper than you know bohemian rhapsody etc the struggle with you know as he's his sexuality, his sexuality yeah. and getting to grips with that and all of that but what i did like is it actually has Almost a better ending because things ended well for him. He got himself out. He went to rehab. He found love. Sure. And, yeah. and and it all ended really well. Like he got through a pretty rough. Yeah, he's been sober for like 27 years yeah, or something. Th yeah, there was a really rough time. And he almost died multiple times. Multiple times. He had heart, several heart attacks. But look at him, you know. Yeah. So I'm... Jamie Bell is actually very good in that film yeah. as well. Yeah. As his real life best friend or not best friend, the guy who wrote the all the songs. Yeah. yeah. And and they are still to this day, yeah. you know, absolute very best close. friends. Um, I, I loved it. I really, really loved it. I, to me, it was a, a, a really great cinematic experience in the theater. And yeah. Yeah, no, that's Rocket Man. Good film. Okay, good. Next on my list, uh, I actually just saw recently, and I was surprised how much I liked it because the trailers again did not look great. Uh, which is Ad Astra with Brad Pitt. Really? Yeah, it I looks enjoyed so it. So weird. Well, here's the thing. Well, it's just a science fiction movie. But here's the thing: the director, and I've forgotten his name. I think it's James Gray, but I may be wrong. He's kind of an indie director, okay. and he hasn't done a lot of big movies. But he did a film called The Lost City of Z with oh, Charlie Hunnam. I still haven't seen that. That was on one of my best off lists. I don't know if you would like it, though, because it's very slow and kind of a mm. ruminating, thoughtful kind of movie. Mm. And that's exactly what Ad Astra is like. Got it. I mean, he goes off on this, you know, search for Tommy Lee Jones, who's his father that he thought was dead. Um, but the, I mean, the cinematography is phenomenal, huh. you know, and I mean, he goes from Earth to the moon. He goes from the moon to Mars. And then I think he goes from Mars to like Neptune. I mean, he goes to like multiple, wow. you know, um, different planets. And 
there's maybe like, I don't know, three or four sequences of action. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I it. Know. So I don't, it's, I totally understand why it won't be for everyone. Genuinely. Mm. Brad Pitt's good in it. He's not phenomenal. He just kind of plays Brad Pitt, but he does a good <laughs> job. You know, I, I find Brad Pitt likable. I've never thought he was the most versatile no, actor. He's not a, an amazing right. well, actor. When I look yeah. at like him and Tom Cruise, to me, Tom Cruise yes. has shown a versatility. Yes. I think Brad Pitt plays kind of himself, but does it very well. <laughs> you know, he's very likable. Um, I in, I just enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. Um, but it's, I guess it's a bit of a highbrow film. You know, it's kind of smart science fiction. It's very beautiful to look at. But it, I don't know, it just had some sequences that were like unexpected it went in weird directions but i kind of i liked it and i i enjoyed the ending and i i yeah i i know it's okay it's not a film i think i would rewatch much right i might see it one more time right um but because it's fresh in my mind i'm putting it on the list excellent okay i'll probably give it a watch um we'll see oh rocket man was next on my list actually so i didn't dislike it that much it was on my list there you go that made jenny happy (laughs) Uh, my next one, I don't think you've seen yet, but you know how much I loved it was Ready or Not. Oh, yeah. okay. It was on the plane and it was that or Ad Astra and I okay. went for Ad Astra. Makes sense. <laughs> um, you will watch it. It's, Absolutely. It's when super it comes fun. Yeah. Um, it's it's very, you know, very barely a horror movie in my opinion. It's, it's like not, a horror comedy, right? It's a horror comedy, but way more comedy than anything else. A bloody comedy. But it is basically. very gory, it's right? It's gory. It's just not very Right, slapstick gory. Yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, this whole concept was fun and unique. You know, this crazy family that plays a very deranged version of hide and seek. Right, Um, with a newlywed. Yeah, which has actually a, a, a... the story has layers. It has reasoning of why they do this and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, our Australian girl, what's her Samara name? Samara Weaving made her is, an instant is star. It's great. Yeah. Uh, we love her from uh, Babysitter, is it? The Babysitter, yeah. yeah. Uh, Another she, Netflix film. Which Damn, great. Netflix. Man. Yeah. Um, anyways, I love that film. I will rewatch it. I'll probably buy it. It was super fun. Yeah, and it was a big breakout hit. It was a little indie film, and it did really well. Yeah, it was great. Made her a star, so I'm excited for it. It'll be fun. Okay, I only have one more on my list. That's how excited i was for movies this year um and this is actually a documentary which is apollo 11 and still have not seen that so well again i don't know how much you'll like it but um you know i'm not saying you wouldn't but it's not really a movie it's all the live real-time footage of the moon landing I would watch it with David because he was he would love it. That's all it is. Yeah. And it, it's just it's digitally restored and remastered and it's absolutely fascinating. I yeah. it's like watching a real life version of like you know, Apollo thirteen. Um but I, I really I was captivated. I cool. found it on like Amazon or Hulu one night and I just put it on and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I and need my to wife watch came it. in and was like, What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> you know? It's like we landed on the moon. She's like, Did we? I'm like, yes. <laughs> anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. So nice. that's uh, that's my list for movies. Well, as I don't have, um, I really honestly didn't have many TV shows that that's were fine. new this year. It was all like, I don't know, sequel seasons or sure. something. So we'll, we'll go through it, but go ahead and wrap up your movies. Um, my next one is Yesterday. Oh, yeah. See, I... You liked it. it. Here's what's funny, though. I've completely forgotten about it. And if you remember, I didn't really like yes, it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You totally did. You're literally speaking for me. I no, it was. I was kind there. Of, it was <laughs> cheesy and corny. Um, what I said when we were watching it was, I did like that one twist that John Lennon was still alive. That caught me by surprise. But did I love the movie? Not I remember really. more than that. You, we got to the end, and you were like, "That was really cute." I didn't like the guy, but that was oh yeah, really and I, cute. I hated the main guy. See, I yeah. didn't at all. I thought I he was really him. cute. No, I mean, you can speak for me if you want. That's what you said to I, me when I was there. I totally forgot about the movie, and when I think about it, would I rewatch it? No. So I watched it in the theater with a friend of mine, and then I watched it again with you, mm. and I probably watched a yeah. bit more. On Certainly the plane. had some points of charm. I do. I mean, I love what's her name, Lily James. She she is a adorable and she's, she's really, great in really that sweet. I, yeah i thought he was hor- the main guy was you know himesh patel or whatever his name is i just thought it was horribly miscast and they were mismatched and but anyway this is your movie and i know you love it silence yeah no i love the it. one adamantly saying i liked it no because i was here <laughs> i was i was listening to you and you were like oh, maybe so you intimidated cute. me and i was just trying to please you i don't maybe. know 
No, but, look, I remember there being things I enjoyed about it, but I quite honestly totally forgot about the movie. Yeah, no, I really. It was one of those rom coms of the year where I was like, oh, that was just really sweet. Okay. Really. Plus, you know, you've got all the, the song, the best songs of the Beatles being brought up, being performed, in my opinion, relatively well. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I Again, I guess it. because he did nothing for me. That, yeah, I get you know, that. And you had, what's his name? You know, Ginger Boy, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ginger Boy. <laughs> who was okay. He in was it, great. You know, Kate he was him. Yeah, it, it was okay. All right, I good. really liked it. <laughs> You're so despondent <laughs> that I don't like it. It's so funny. It always cracks me up when you get so offended when I don't like a movie. Because there's been like, I, I want to say 10 movies this year where I was like, oh, it was so good, Tony. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it's so shit. shit. Because I'm there's like, so much oh amazing. Wait till I get to my TV list and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, it was. I really liked it. I think you know, if Don't you worry, have a heart, you should check it out. A hundred million dollars worth of other people enjoyed it too. I know. So you're not alone. It did very well. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Is that all you have? Yeah. I'm done. No, no, I have more. But yeah, you, I, why don't you go on to TV and then I'll no, do, no, no, you no, want that, me to finish? Let's wrap up all the movies oh, and okay. then we'll uh, go over TV. Okay, good. So, and this is a Netflix one. I'm sorry. I just so damn enjoyed it. Always be by maybe. Oh, it was cute. It was that so actually cute. almost made my list because yeah. it was super cute. I love the rap songs and fucking hell, Keanu Reeves was amazing. Oh my God. And just that scene cameo. alone yeah. was so freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was a super cute film actually. And, and that that just shows you the quality of the Netflix films yeah. they are now releasing. And great chemistry actually of the two Asian American leads. And I love stories about, you know, friends when they're kids and then they... They fall in love and it, it, yeah. it, it gets super awkward. And then yeah. they, anyway, it was just It's really a film good. I probably wouldn't see again, but it, oh, I, I mean, I, I, that I is one I thoroughly enjoyed. It was yeah. very enjoyable. I loved that. Um, and then I'm going to do some sort of, uh, they're going to be more like uh, honorary mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy Death Day 2, I really enjoyed because oh, I love both those films. I hated films. the second one. The first one I did like. You, you have such strong words, hated. <laughs> I remember you seeing that I and saying, oh, I didn't love it. the second one. This is Tony's mantra for this year. I liked it, but I didn't love it. No, that's true. That is that's <laughs> actually very accurate. Um, Hate is a strong word. You're right. Downton Abbey movie. Oh just God! Was, did you watch that? Of course. <laughs> it was beautiful. That's me hurling. Really? What is wrong? with I've you? never seen Downton then Abbey. Then how would you know? I, I wouldn't. I, I don't know why. Critics would disagree. My with parents you. were like they spent days trying to make me it's watch a beautiful Downton film Abbey. about nothing okay it's a beautiful film with no real story okay but it was lovely well everyone um, loved the show so. i want to give a shout out to a film um called teen spirit oh i saw that with you ellie fanning yeah she is really yeah. good yeah what i liked Cute. about this film so i watched it on the plane mm-hmm. her performances were brilliant mm. and I, it just kind of took me by surprise um, as this cute little indie film that yeah, I thought cute. people should watch. It's one of those, you know, um, competition movies, right. but in some little town in the middle of nowhere and she goes to England. But I thought her three songs, her performances were really great. Yeah, I like so I, I, I wanted She's to like give little Dakota. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to give her a little shout out because it was a good film. Cool. I enjoyed Crawl, which was oh, hilariously. Yeah. That's supposed to be good with actually, Barry Pepper. <laughs> it's really, really decent. Yeah. Um, I mean, an Effie from Skins. <laughs> it was just, it was just one of those films, you know. Yeah, it's uh, a shot. It's basically. It got really good reviews. That film. It's like yeah. uh, Twister meets um, like a weird swamp shark movie with shark no, it's crocodile. Swamp. I thought it's crocodiles, yeah. but like mutated giant crocodile. Not, not even they're like normal. What's supposed oh. to be normal, but it's because it's Florida. But they're enhanced intelligently no, or something like deep boost. No, they're oh, totally, okay. totally normal. There's just tons of them because oh. there's been flooding. Gotcha. And they're after her. And it's anyway, um, it was a fun movie. Yeah. Worth a watch. It's just one of those silly, fun Sunday popcorn movies. Right, right. And then um, another Netflix one that I really enjoyed was Late Night. Oh, Late Night was actually uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yes. And Amazon that Prime. Actually, actually, I surprisingly enjoyed that it film really a lot. Good. Mindy Kaling wrote yeah. that and directed it. Yeah. yeah. I really and liked it. Emma Thompson's it. fantastic. I enjoyed that film. Yeah. Um, I also realized I didn't love it, but I still want to give it a shout out. Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Um, we felt the same about yeah. that film. Oh, you did see it? Yeah. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf was Very great solid, in it. Very um, and, and I loved that the film was Beat, uh, you know, built around this this young guy who actually has um, Down syndrome. A- yeah. Down syndrome, and they made a film for and about him. Yeah, and uh, it was a very heartwarming, very movie. sweet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, those are the movies. 
Those are the movies. All right, good. Well, let's move on to TV. We'll go through this rapidly. But um, the reason I've got to shine it is I guess TV consumed me this year. It's true. And I guess online, digital, on demand is is taking me over, Miss Money. Any? It is. It's it's, it's going to become Tony the Tony the TV guy. Yeah, I guess it really is ripping me away from the theater because I I look at the stuff on 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 demand and and I mean that's what's not just consuming my time but also like my excitement yeah I understand. um i mean obviously we had game of thrones finale you know on yeah. hbo which was i mean that came out around the same time as avengers i remember I, mean, I couldn't breathe because it was the finale of avengers the finale of hbo yeah you know say what you will about you know that last season yes it wasn't as amazing as the rest but i still enjoyed it I thoroughly totally. and i you and know I was, I, had this, I was okay with the end and i had a sunken feeling for a good month or so that it was kind of gone you know uh, stranger things 3 oh, on netflix i i absolutely so loved it i thought it was fantastic uh, none of those seasons have let me down I, I absolutely adore them. I, I just want them to hurry the fuck up because those kids are getting older. I know. You know? Um, and they're going to have to somehow put it off. But um, no, I want it to go for like five seasons. Yeah, so five two would more. be good. Yeah. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed Str- Stranger Things uh, three, 3. was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, that the, the, especially the um, the season finale was one of the oh, best episodes so in, in TV. And you it know me, so I good. love horror big, and it was very horror-centric. Yeah, exactly. And that big... That big twist ending, the so big cliffhanger, um, but I loved it. Uh, the Mandalorian on uh, Disney Plus, I I love. Well, Baby Yoda has just taken only, over social media. Did they drop a whole season or no? It's, it's an episode few, every week. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're five. The only thing is, it's basically the Mandalorian. But I won't lie, you know, you know who, who the Mandalorian is or not. Okay, Mandalorian is uh, the bounty hunter, right? You know, Bubba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know who in the films looks so cool but never really has a role or a part right but he's just always been such a fascinating cool looking character they finally made a whole show about him although i won't lie the show has been completely taken over by baby yoda (laughs) because spoilers you know his in the first episode his target is this valuable creature he's supposed to terminate and it ends up being like a baby yoda oh my gosh although it's not yoda it you know it's just called the child but it looks just like baby yoda and I would kill. And is it Baby Yoda? No, we don't know that. You don't, don't know, know yet. yet. But I okay. don't think it is because the timeline is is uh, later. Okay. Yoda already died in Empire Strikes Back. Got I'm it. A nerd oh, it's I know later. These things. Okay, okay, okay. I think so. Um, whoever the hell it is, it's the cutest thing on planet <laughs> Earth and I would kill for Baby Yoda. Okay. And the Mandalorian basically saves him and now it's just him trekking all around the galaxy, what people after him. And I'm going to it's a fun show it's visually uh, great it's star wars so that's awesome you can tell it's very much made intentionally for kids okay so it's a little bit slapstick or a little bit kind of uneven at times but i thoroughly enjoy it and as i said baby yoda um by the way disney plus screwed up royally on merchandising oh really they would have made millions and millions and millions of dollars if they had done like you know plushies and t-shirts before christmas oh my god the fact that they didn't i think is one of the stupidest things ever because it's one of the highest search things right now is baby yoda and there's all this like shoddy merchandise that people are trying to rush through if you look on amazon and it's terrible um and then probably by next year everyone will be on to the next fad exactly so it's such a missed opportunity really 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 dumb really dumb um anyway the mandalorian is so much fun i love it um, the Imagineering is a TV series also on Disney Plus, all about uh, Disney uh, Land, Disney World, Walt Disney. Imagineering? It's called the Imagineering Ooh, I'd series. Like to see that. It's the Imagineers, the creators behind all the different rides, the parks. Nice. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. It's very in depth, surprisingly quite, um, you know, quite deep. Um, but I absolutely love that. Cool. And then uh, let's see what else for TV. Uh, Chernobyl on HBO. Did oh, you see that? Oh, you finally that? watched it, huh? I watched it like seven months ago. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did Chernobyl. we discuss this already? No, Chernobyl is about the incident. I remember when it came out and we were discussing and you were like, I really need to see that. Oh, I don't yeah. remember you actually watching yeah, it. Yeah, maybe it took me a month or so to watch it because I knew it would be very dour. Yeah. I, actually, you're right because at first I wasn't interested but because everyone said it was like the greatest thing ever and it was like 99 percent, i was like okay i gotta watch this i mean it's a very you know depressing you know 
TV show. It's yeah. a mini series about the, the true life events of Chernobyl. It's just so well acted and it's so fascinating uh, and just so well put together. But yeah, I absolutely loved it. I mean, it was riveting, like, you know, it almost felt like a cinematic experience. And what's that on? It's HBO? HBO. Oh, yeah, shoot, it's on I don't HBO. have it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, Watchmen which is also on HBO, is a show that I really had no interest in because Watchmen, the comic book from Alan Moore, is one of my favorite comic books of all time. I love the movie adaption from uh, Zack Snyder, and this didn't look like anything to do with the comics. It took me a while. The cast is very odd for this film because mm. it's like Jeremy Irons and Regina King, great actors, but not the first choices you would think of for like, you know, a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more. Um, it's also created by Damon Lindelof, who did Lost. Okay. So that kind of explains uh, why I could get into it. But as the show's gone on, now I really love it. Cool. It's brilliantly acted. It's in the same world as Watchmen. And it does start to really introduce characters and plots and storylines from the comic. Cool. So um, I really love Watchmen. Uh, the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Yeah, did you get into I, it? Or I did, did you watched try? about three quarters of the first season and yeah so it's written a comic book by gerard way the lead singer of my chemical romance and i love it i mean the comic book is good but the show is entertaining enough i I just didn't hold me i don't know why yeah i love ellen page in it robert sheehan who's an irish actor is brilliant in it Uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it that was really good um the dark crystal age of uh, innocence uh, which is you know all puppets basically but uh, it I, looks it great so well done uh, and Exy Taron Egerton is the main star of that um, and the cast is phenomenal but I I really love that Go I Hensons. can't wait for more yeah it's the Hensons Fleabag season two oh I just... haven't seen Fleabag is it good you the first haven't season? seen Fleabag no Oh, it's that one looks of the, so fun. It's one of the greatest TV shows ever. It's British. So Phoebe uh, Wallace Bridges, I think, is the name she of the is. actress. So she she wrote it. She also uh, wrote Killing Eve, and she stars ah. in Fleabag. It's very very dark, dark comedy. Okay, it's like Miranda, such fun, but very really dark. dark? Okay. Yeah, because she talks to the camera. And Andrew Scott in season two, who plays this priest. And now everyone calls him the hot priest is just phenomenal. Cool, I will definitely. Andrew watch. Scott is the guy who plays Moriarty in uh, the Sherlock <gasps> I Holmes. I love him. Yeah, I the love ones him with Benedict so Cumberbatch. He is anyway. I love season one of Fleabag. Season two took it to another cool. level. It, I will it's definitely just watch it. So smart. It's scathing, biting, you know, dark comedy, but. I absolutely love Fleabag. Speaking I think of which, it's on we need Hulu. to see Killing Eve season two. I haven't. Well, it's just it's just hasn't come out yet. It's not yeah, it was dropped, on live right? programming, yeah. but it hasn't been like released on Hulu or something. As yeah. soon as it does, I will. And then it would probably have made this list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have cable, folks. It's I, on like you know, CBS streaming, which is yeah, some or new BB, service. BBC or America, yeah. I thought, or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm almost done here. Let's see what Go else. Um, oh. Actually, Killing Eve was on Oh, it list, is. Which makes no sense because I haven't seen season <laughs> two. <laughs> I don't know why it's on my list. Maybe season one? Season one was oh, absolutely so fantastic. But that was last I year. I that in like two, two oh, days. It, it was. Yeah. And I, I couldn't believe how much I liked it. Because so Sandra good. Oh, uh, no disrespect to her at all. But, but she's I'm, never done anything for I've me. I've never liked her no. in anything. And she's so good in this. And then the newcomer, Jodie oh, Comer. So anyway, good. I haven't watched season two. So. <laughs> but we think it's going to be good. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the Crown season three on Netflix it, yeah, was actually not my favorite season, um, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. I did a lot. Um, I, I guess I miss Claire Foy because she was so great. Sure. Um, but Helen Bonham Carter's so good in this. And the, the kid who plays Prince Charles in this, I thought was phenomenal. Cool. His episodes, I absolutely loved. And Olivia Coleman is great as the queen. Um, unbelievable. It's a mini series on so Netflix. So good. That, that would uh, be with, on my list. With Caitlin Diva yeah. from Booksmart. Uh, that was, it was just. I watched that in like, so again, two days. transfixing. Yeah. And Tony Collette as a detective yep. and the other girl. I don't remember her name. She was, has her partner. She was phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and what an unbelievable story, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and it's chick, all true. Every yeah, single chick bit says of it. She got yeah. raped and then says she didn't. And then, like, basically everyone turns against her anyway yeah. it's such a it's a true story it's crazy it was really um, good really well done i'm almost done here let's see what else um oh veep 
It was mm. the finale. It was the last season of Veep. I with that's still on. Julie, well, it's finished now. It, yeah. The whole the whole show ended on HBO. Julie Lewis Dreyfus, Tony Hale. I mean, great cast. Again, the comedy and that was just so smart and brilliant. It's such a intelligent one. Orange is the new black. I Ugh. I liked, but the finale kind of went I out with a like whimper. I didn't like the last season at all. Yeah, it kind of went out with a whimper, didn't it? Yeah, that's such. I don't know why I put it on my list. I guess out I guess of we liked loyalty. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know me. I've actually been very disjointed about that show anyway. Yeah, you've been like one season on, one right. off. Right, like, like me. season yeah. five and I think season three were amazing. Yeah, like really the prison brilliant. breakout, like yeah. the prison riot season. I loved. Yeah. And then the one with V, which yeah. I think was season three. Yeah. I think there were um, three I really liked. One, but, three, and five were brilliant. Yeah. But you're right. Other than that, it was kind of disjointed. And the ending really, it was to me, meh. Yeah. Meh. You're right. I hated who they killed off. Yeah. Because she was one of my fucking favorites. And it was just kind of stupid and the way it was done. And it was, was unnecessary. Yeah. I was like, I felt like they literally killed someone off. To kill someone yeah, off. just for the sake of it. For the sake of making, you know, having some tears in the last episode. And, and it I was didn't like, do that for me, yeah. Oh, it did, because I really liked that. She had finally become, like, a better person. Yeah. And then gets killed for it. And I'm like, that, that, that's not how karma works. This yeah, is it's shit. random. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one was the end of the fucking world, season two. <laughs> Have you seen that I yet? I still haven't. No. This quirky little British show. It won't uh, be for everyone. It's on everyone. my list. It's really weird. Every episode is Netflix, like 12 no? to 15 minutes each, literally. Oh. Um, but I really liked it. I really liked the second season as well. You know, it's about this deranged boy who's got mental problems and thinks he's a serial killer so he picks this girl that he wants to kill but then he falls in love with her and they just have this weird relationship together and it's such a it, i don't know it's very original it's very unique and quirky but cool. i actually enjoyed it a lot so as you can see like for tv it's just far more eclectic know, a lot. there was so much of like you know the sure things like uh, Stranger Things yeah. and Even you know a- atypical is that on the, on your list? Oh yeah, season, season three? three of a tick. But, you know, it wasn't it. my favorite season, oh, I but I still it. enjoyed it. I loved the first two, but you're right. I actually really enjoyed it. It was that, so fun. That's, that's my point. There's so many and like the Kaminsky method mm-hmm. and Daybreak. Did you see Daybreak? No, that's yet. a new show about the apocalypse and all these high school kids who, that are still alive, and but all the adults are dead, so they form like you know. That looks good. And stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I binged it in a couple of days. That's what I'm saying. There's so much content so much. online. Up that's what I watch. That are still going plus what's dropping. Right. And now here I so am hard. watching all nine seasons of The Office for the <laughs> sixth goddamn time. That's crazy. That's so good. But that's what I'm talking about. But the fact that I'm doing that with all this other content. I know. You know? I, I, I do hear what you're saying. Yeah. So again, and it has, you know, as I said, it's kind of been the years of sequels and remakes and i but guess some have shined through right but like you had lion king you know which yeah. you know made a billion dollars and i loved timoon and pumba mm. i did but other than that forget it aladdin i i actually okay. enjoyed it more than i thought it would will smith was a competent genie he did it made right. it his own but it, yeah it was fine maybe one day i'll see it again you know dumbo not good nah. terminator dark fate i wasn't a big nah. fan of it, it had some it flopped as well which is a bummer you which know? sucks because it had the potential. It did have potential. It really I wish did. it had done and a bit better. And we loved better. that main that girl. The, yeah, she Mackenzie was Davis was good. And yeah, but uh, as a Terminator film, I, I, as I said, this they screw the pooch every time on John Connor's they do. story, and they, they did it, it majorly. It's, yeah, I don't know why they they won't do it right, and I don't think they ever will. No yeah anyway okay that's our recap um there's some cool stuff going out do you see the ghostbusters afterlife trailer I today i didn't yet which actually looks no, really just, good last one i saw was wonder woman i got excited about oh yeah that. wonder yeah. woman 1984 yeah. so you know there's lots of stuff coming and then there's avatar two three Top four Gun five two six seven year? eight yeah maverick oh, looks phenomenal so good all right, folks. Well, that's our recap of 2019, which isn't over yet. We've still got a couple weeks, but yep. this is a bit of a cheat because this will land in like this will land this episode basically probably like a week before Christmas or a week or so. Should before we mention Christmas. a few that we're still excited to see? Uh, uh, do you only have Star Wars on yours? Because I've actually recently gotten a little more interested in like Little Women, oh, which it's a remake. I know. 
Tony... I never really liked the 90s movie. Oh, anyway. I really did. It was I was okay. a huge fan of the book, huge fan it's of the It's getting 90s incredible film. reviews, this and, one. Uh, they ed- uh, so they, they released a different preview, mm. and I somehow got interested and was like, oh, this actually looks really good. I'll probably watch it when it comes out on home video. That's the I'll, truth. I'll watch it in the a Beautiful theater. Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks about Mr. Rogers mm. I'm kind of interested in. But again, I told my wife, because she's a huge fan of Mr. Rogers, I said, shall we go see it? And she's like, no. Nah. She, you know, I mean... She uh, enables me because she's like, nah, we'll just see it when it comes out on iTunes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, can't Star say Wars, I'm the same. Star Wars is the only one I'm like, is a, you know, I have already bought my tickets. As a matter of fact, I've bought them twice. <laughs> so it's going to be tricky because Tony has tickets already with his company. Yeah. And then with me, three days later. We get to see them on opening so day. So you can't, if you don't like it, you can't say you don't like it well, here's before the thing. I watch it. There's no way I won't like it because okay. The Last Jedi was one of the most divisive Star Wars movies ever, yeah. and I th- I still enjoyed that film even though I had major problems with it. Right. So, and this is J.J. Abrams. So, in J.J. I trust. Okay, I'm pretty sure I will like it. The question is, will I love it, and will it do justice to the Skywalker storyline and truly wrap it up? Agreed. We'll see. Agreed. Very soon. Okay. All right, folks. Well, that's it. And yeah, so we won't be back with you until 2020. Is that insane? Yeah, or what? that's nuts. 2020. 2020. So uh, look, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2020. Good night. A space odyssey. <laughs> Thanks so much again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media pages and to leave your five-star iTunes reviews. We really appreciate that. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2020. Bye-bye.